You are now tuned in to the Decoding Success Podcast, where we reveal game-changing habits, formulas, and routines from the world's most successful individuals to help you think and live larger. What is going on? It is your host, Matt Labrie. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Decoding Success Podcast. I'm so grateful you're here, you're back, because today... We have a very special guest. It is David Meltzer. Now, Dave has truly impacted me in a positive way in such a short period of time through his genuine, authentic, and powerful content on social media, so I felt compelled to bring him on the show because I know his message is that powerful. I reached out to him and he connected me with his team instantly. Before we recorded this, I expressed to Dave... That when you do something for someone without expecting anything in return, it really goes to show what type of person and the type of character an individual has. Now, let me just say this. Dave is a first-class gentleman. And let me tell you a little about what he has going on and what he's accomplished in life. Currently, he's the co-founder and CEO of Sports One Marketing and S1 Media House. He's a two-time number one best-selling author and has been named a top 10 keynote speaker by Forbes and Entrepreneur. On top of that, he's been recognized as a top 100 business coach and he currently is an advisory board member to over 45 companies and charities. Now let me ask Do you still think you don't have time to do what you want to do with your life? This guy is absolutely crushing it. Dave is also the executive producer and host to Entrepreneur's original show, Elevator Pitch, and host of the top five business podcast, The Playbook. He was awarded the Ellis Island Medal of Honor and Variety Magazine Sports Humanitarian of the Year. Now let's hop into this episode. David, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and spreading the good word. So again, just thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for giving the opportunity to spread it some more. Of course, of course. So let's just jump right into it to respect everyone's time. So I want to get to know you a little bit better now. I've been following your content on social media for some time now. I know buddies of mine that have been um, at your meetups in person, for instance, at the Javits Center, and they just have phenomenal things to say about you. But I really want to know, how do you define success? You know, success is funny because I do define it the same way I define happiness because happiness is my success. And it's a really simple definition. It's the enjoyment of the consistent, everyday, persistent, without quit pursuit of my potential. And when I say my potential, I mean individually prioritized potential of things that I want to pursue, meaning you know, being a better husband, father, community member, philanthropist, business person, uh, podcast uh, interviewer, you know, whatever it is, as I prioritize the activities that I do during the day, success to me is the ability to enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of that potential. I really love that. I think summed up what what you were just saying right there. Um, there's an underlying word and that word is probably fulfillment, right? Yeah, passion, purpose, fulfillment, and profitability. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Cool. All right. So like, based on that definition, how do you personally stay self-aware to make sure you're on the right track or you know, the right path to continue to achieve that definition of success? That's a great question. So the first thing I do is I create a baseline every morning. So at 4 a.m., I meditate for 20 minutes and find that baseline of peace in the flow, purpose, passion. And then from that baseline, what I do uh, is anytime that ego, 
the need to be right, offended, separate, inferior, superior, guilty, anxious, fearful, fear of loss, any of the uh, ego-based emotions or time, uh, the linear time uh, construct that creates anxiety and all these other ego things, anytime that time and ego get me off of my baseline, then I go back to center before I start pursuing again. And what happens is most people make the biggest mistake, which I've made for years, is continue the pursuit even though you're not at center. Continue the pursuit when you're off balance, you're going to move in the wrong direction. It's a mathematical equation. It's a mathematical truism that of you know if you just change the trajectory even one percent at baseline, uh, you're and you shoot for the moon, you'll be a hundred miles off the moon if you're shooting for the moon. And that's what people do during the day is they don't understand that consistent, persistent pursuit and being going back to center whenever time or ego takes them off that baseline. For sure. And you you just dropped a lot of knowledge right there. But you said one thing that really blew me away because you said you wake up at 4 a.m. Now, I wake up at 5 after reading Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning. Like, this totally just threw me off track. But how do you wake up at 4 a.m. consistently? Like, that's amazing. You know, it's interesting. Uh, most people don't understand that in a day you have 24 hours in a linear time frame, man-made construct of linear time. You have 24 hours of activity. One of the biggest, most consistent activities that you have is sleep. And the interesting thing to me is that people, they need to practice, get mentorship, be more interested and interesting of the activities that they want to be good at. And so what I did was started to change my focus since I was 25 years old and started with eight hours of sleep and focusing in on how to maximize with productivity and accessibility, being the most productive with my sleep as well as being accessible to what I need and others while I sleep, and I've been able to now create a routine that is I try to stay up to 11 p.m., and I wake up at 4 a.m. every day. Now, I don't always make it to 11 p.m., and sometimes I go over over that, um, but that practice over the last 25 years has created a dynamic that has created you know just so much efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success because I am a student of sleep. I practice sleep. I use mentors for sleep. And now I, you know, am a much more productive and accessible sleeper than most people. Well, I love that. One of the key characteristics that I would say you would have just from this very brief conversation so far is discipline. What are the other top characteristics that you possess that you feel you would credit your success to? Appreciation is the number one thing. And then uh, discipline and consistency uh, is the second thing, as you stated. Uh, most people don't know that consistency is the nemesis of human nature, that no matter how how, how much we focus and how confident and balanced we are, it's the hardest thing to do to do something every day. Meanwhile, more importantly than consistency and discipline is appreciation. It's the number one thing. When I say appreciation, it has a duality. Number one, keeping the perspective that you appreciate everything that has come to you and then understand that to truly appreciate it is not only to be grateful, but to add value to what you receive, to hold yourself in receivership, and then give it away. And we don't know what we have until we've given it away. And when we're able to be grateful for everything we have, add value to it, and give it away, that's truly the secret to life. For sure. Now, you just mentioned a word received. So I'm curious, what is a piece of advice that you've received, whether that was subliminally or you know through a lesson or actually direct? So what is a piece of advice you've received that you actually hated or didn't want to hear at that moment? 
Um, but it proved to be true over time. I think the most repetitive thing I heard, learned, stated, read, listened to, preached that was something called radical humility. And over the first, you know, years of my life, because I had great success, uh, I did not listen to the lessons or to the guidance of radical humility. Uh, the radical humility of being of service, number one, in everything that you do, and two, asking if they know, if anyone knows, anyone that could help you. If I would have learned the lesson of radical humility, of being of service, and asking for help, uh, my life would be exponentially different. And uh, I can tell you, picking up the habit of, in the lesson, of even after repetitively resisting it and not listening to it, radical humility is one of the most significant things that's changed my life. That's great. Now, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm asking this question right now for myself because I actually personally struggle with learning lessons. You know, I failed a whole bunch of times. I see my bank account hit zero um, multiple times and I'm just like, where am I spending X amount of money on where, you know, I'm messing up? You know, I failed out of college, um, just a whole bunch of things. And I actually have trouble grasping a lesson. So like, how do you grasp that lesson? So there's three ways of absorbing a lesson, you know, and it comes from understanding how we listen. Uh, the first one is uh, we have to get out of the habit of being an interrupter. And so whether lessons are given to us from others or the universe, our initial habit is to be an interrupter. And that means when someone's telling us something, that we just interrupt them and tell them what we think. The next level of listening or appreciation uh, is to be a delayed interrupter or a waiter, uh, where when we receive information or receive anything, we're all we're doing is waiting to tell what we think. We pretend like we're listening, we pretend like we're receiving, but all we really want to do is do what we want to do. And then finally, there's receivership. And true receivership is the allowance of things to happen, the ability to proclaim things, to proactively allow them, proclaim as if you had a, ra a raffle ticket and you won, you claim your prize. Most people get confused on the duality and the conflictual nature of proclaiming, but we actually have to proactively allow things to happen. And when we allow it to happen, what we do is we're grateful for what we receive. We're able to add value to it and give it away. Unlike the interrupter, unlike the delayed interrupter, I believe people should work and try and pursue that piece of appreciation of being able to stay in a state of allowance, uh, which also, by the way, necessitates radical humility. That's great. Now, you, you've just been dropping a whole bunch of advice, not only to me, but to our listeners. So if you could be, you know, a jerk or uncensored or raw for less than one minute right now, um, to anyone that wants success, what would you say? If I could be a jerk? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, yeah. just raw yeah, and uncensored, know. like... Just, you know, give it to them the hard way, you know? Yeah, I, I, if I'm going to give people the, the hard way, it's like, be honest with yourself, right? Understand that you're human. You make mistakes. If you're not making mistakes, you're making a mistake. You know, you're not expanding yourself. And what really frustrates me is the ability for people to go below the line and blame, shame, and justification. Number one, you've got to be grateful. Two, you've got to forgive yourself for making those mistakes. Three, you got to be accountable. You got to ask yourself, what did I do to, to attract this to myself? And what am I supposed to learn from it? And four, effectively communicate. Are you truly living an inspired life in the pursuit of your potential so that you can inspire others? 
So don't lie to yourself. Understand that it is nearly impossible to be consistent and disciplined in anything. So just pick one or two things, lower the bar, and challenge yourself to be consistent at it. And you will be great, grateful, empathetic, accountable, and effectively communicate with others. And you, too, will enjoy the consistent, persistent pursuit of your potential. David, I love that, man. That's great <laughs> stuff. Now, where could people find you on social media to continue getting information like this from you? You know, my Instagram is at David Meltzer. My Twitter, at David Meltzer. They can find me on Facebook and LinkedIn, David Meltzer. Uh, and then my website is not David Meltzer, but it's Dave Meltzer, D-A-V-E Meltzer.com. So everything's at David Meltzer except for my website, which is DaveMeltzer.com. And I'd appreciate anyone sharing and spreading my word and content and love to be of service in any way I can. Yeah, your content is absolutely phenomenal. I love, you know, checking in on you every now and then. And I, I love it. It just drew me to you because I think you keep it um, very genuine and authentic, which is something that's kind of rare these days from people that have a following and that people are spreading this message. So again, thank you for that. And, you know, what projects do you got going on right now? I know you're a super busy man. Yeah, so, you know, I have a top five podcast called The Playbook. Uh, and you can download that on iTunes or Google Play or anywhere. Uh, and then I have a TV show, a digital show called Elevator Pitch with Entrepreneur Magazine. Uh, I have done it several books. I have a book with Jack Canfield, The Think and Grow Rich book and movie. I'm speaking around the world. Uh, and, uh, of course, do a lot with the Super Bowl as well. So we'll be at the Super Bowl doing a ton of different projects with uh, different companies, the NFLPA, Wheels Up, a variety of different charities. Everything I do has a charitable purpose or cause. So please follow me at Dave Mel- David Meltzer or come to my website at davemeltzer.com. I love it, David. Thank you again for being here today. I really appreciate your time. And I know that you just dropped so much value and insight. So again, just thank you. You're welcome. Call me anytime. I look forward to talking to you again. And let me know how I can be of service. Thank you, David. Appreciate it. Awesome. Take care, Matt. All right. Bye. And there you have it. Man, Dave dropped such amazing knowledge and insight in such a short period of time on that call. For instance, on how to grasp a lesson, right? That was something that we could all learn from because we're all going through challenges. We're all going to face failures and difficult times. We're, we're actually going to grow through these events in our lives. But I dropped two personal examples. One, I failed out of college. I had about a 1.8 GPA at one point in my life. I would legit cut more classes than you're allowed to miss and still think I was going to pass. You could take a second to laugh because I laugh at this literally every day, but let me set the record clear. I graduated with a 3.5. I graduated with honors. And the only thing is, it took me a little bit longer to grasp that lesson. So the reason why I'm so grateful Dave dropped that knowledge is because there's always ways to improve our lives. I could definitely be more efficient or effective or optimize the process of learning lessons from these events that take place in life. Another example was the fact that my bank account flirted around zero, 18, 19, 20 years old, and I was making absolute bank hustling five jobs. That's probably the reason why I ended up failing out of college. But at the end of the day, like these are all lessons learned. And another thing that really stood out to me was the fact that his key characteristics that continue to take him to the top. 
he's always improving upon. You know, he never takes his foot off the gas. And I'm not saying he's always in hustle mode because I'm sure he wants to be the best um, family man he could potentially be. And, you know, we're human beings. We need rest. But at the end of the day, he continues to strive for more. Like this man has success and he's still waking up at 4 a.m. to get in tune with his baseline like he mentioned during the call. That's absolutely phenomenal information. And it just goes to show strive for more. And remember, you can find him on social media. It's at David Meltzer. That's spelled D-A-V-I-D-M-E-L-T-Z-E-R. And his website is DaveMeltzer.com. Again, I want to say thank you to Dave for hopping on this call to help decode his success to provide us with that insight on what we can take away to apply to our lives. And I want to say thank you to you for tuning into yet another episode of the Decoding Success Podcast. Uh, We will be back next week with some more fire for you. In the meantime, you can find me on social media. If we're not already connected, you can find me. It's at Matt Labris. That's at M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S. If you want to revamp or even take control of your personal brand, you could actually head over to my website. I have a free resource for you. My website is M-A-T-T-L-E-B-R-I-S.com. That's MattLabrie.com. Hey, and one more thing. It would mean the absolute world to my team and I if you took a second or two to rate and subscribe to this podcast, even share it with the friend that you think should be listening to it. And again, thank you for tuning into the Decoding Success Podcast. Peace.